You didn't see anything. Nobody's <laughs> over there yet. <laughs> we don't know anything. You are uh, the man behind the curtain still, like the uh, the Wizard of Oz. This is the 38th episode of this show. Oh, my God, Bonnie. 38 episodes. Wow. It's and crazy. There were, up, there were more episodes from our previous Yeah, so one. it really doesn't even, yeah. you know, it's like the price of tea in China. Um, <laughs> please share the show. If you found the show, share the show. I'm Mandy Jones, the comedian, and as always, next week is Bonnie Scalisi. Hi, everybody. We're thank going you. out of order. Thank you for tuning in. That's why you're looking at me like the episode number, but we didn't even say our names. Um, yeah, guys, we're a little out of sorts today. I had to get my password all set up. It was a whole thing. Uh, Bonnie, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I, 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 while you're uh, getting your thing together, I'm just going to say hello to a couple of people who are tuning in. Robin DeVito, we love you. Hi, Bill Hansen. Uh, he's saying hi to everybody. Patty Marie saying wowie. <laughs> Robin DeVito's like, here they are. Yeah, we we're a little late. Um, that's because we're setting up something special for everybody to look at in a couple minutes. My boyfriend, Michael Steven Spielberg, is watching. Corey Marie is watching. Michelle Astor, whose podcast we were on last night, her debut podcast called Disturbed and Confused, which we had an amazing time on. Uh, she's saying, hey, there are my favorite ladies. Thank you so much again for joining me last we love you too, Michelle. We'll always be there for you. And Robin says, we're, we're looking great. And Michael's like, it, oh, it's okay. After 38 episodes, we're supposed to know your names exactly, by now. Michael. That's right, Michael. So we have a couple of plugs that we'd like to do. Yes. Um, yeah, I actually have the list from last night. You want me to run through them? Yes, quick? please. I, I, I know I'm going to show on the 29th, I mean, it's a John Butera show, so... Yeah, so that's Saturday coming up the 29th. Bonnie and I will be at round two Correct. in Bohemia. Um, Friday, coming the following week, June 4th, we'll be at McGuire's in Bohemia. With uh, That show, show is almost sold out, so go to govs.com if you want to go to that show. On the Saturday, the following, the 5th, um, June 5th, Bonnie and I will be at Coasters in East Meadow for Vagicilli, which and, is an all-ladies lineup minus the closer and the host. What's that? And, and the, and the, uh, the closer's a guy. Yeah, the, the closer is uh, a favorite of mine, Richard Schultes, who I love. So I'm excited about She's that. She's an opportunist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then on 6-7, which is a Monday, we have a free show over at G's Club in West Hempstead. Um, there is a free spot for yeah, we're, any comedian. We're producing it. So if you're a comedian, come put your name in the hat and you may get a chance to perform that night. Or we just can see your face and 
we will put you on for the July show because it's going to be once a month. Once a month, Mandy and I are producing shows at G's Club in West Hempstead. We're super excited. Terry McNeely is the headliner. Michelle Fox is the host. And Bruno is tuning in. And Corey Marie is saying, I love you. Patty Marie goes, I will be in my living room tomorrow, minimum two drinks. <laughs> Patty, we got to get you out. You, you've got, I'm going to tell Mandy, we got to pry you out of that living room chair and get you out into the world. So um, is there anything else that we want to talk about? No, I think I'm good. Okay, so last week we had a kerfuffle when I introduced uh, our last week's guest. So this week I made sure to discuss it so that I don't get my head ripped off. Um, so our guest is a veteran comic, a dancer. <laughs> She performs all over Vegas, D.C., Massachusetts, Philly, to name just a few. Peaches Rodriguez. We're so happy to have I her. I just want to make sure my hair looks good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And of course, I got this like low ass chair. Like they're they're sitting all up high and I'm low. They're like, oh, like five that. inches higher than me. Last, yesterday, I was on a stool that was like this and I felt oh, yeah. very tall. Looking down, looking yeah. down. Yeah, and Michelle Michelle goes peaches. She's so she knows who she she knows Michelle who she is. Michelle Asta. Okay, hi yes. Asta. She has her own <laughs> podcast, so she's going to be looking for for guests uh, to do her podcast, and she already has everything lined up for like I, she, I think she said the whole summer she's all set up. Yeah, yeah. We we go like one month at a time, you yeah, know, like, like see how we like, yeah in two weeks <laughs> exactly exactly. So our topic tonight, I'm going to let you talk about the topic, but we can veer away from it. Um, Bill Hansen is saying Peaches is from my area. Okay. Northport? Oh, is that where you're from? Yeah. That's where I live Northport's now. Northport's very nice. Very yeah. nice. That's where I lived before this. We rented over on Gale Everybody Road. found out about it and they started moving there. It's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stay over. Stay so away. Annoying. Stay away. Um, so our, our topic tonight is about men and women differences in comedy, but you said we could also mm -hmm. extend to men and women differences in other areas um and you know uh so so it's kind of we're, we're keeping it you know broad we're not like narrowing it that it has to be comedy so if you have any story that you want to weigh in or you want to talk about something that we've talked about and you know put your point in we'd love to hear from you Just you uh, sure sure so um who wants to get started who who has a woman Oh, I'm, well, I'm, it's, I think it's, I'm it's, off. I think it's because of the back leg here. There you go. Am I in the screen now? We need to be now? on a bench. I usually, like, do, on Mandy's lap we usually now. do this before the show starts. <laughs> before we were fine. I don't know what happened. There's another chair over there. I, I want to just go through the whole house and pull stuff over and see just what looks good. I want to move your whole house around. That's what, uh, but let's go, let's go and talk about the woman's stuff. I mean, and the guy's stuff. I, I really think the first thing that uh when you step on stage as a female comic if you don't get that funny out in like eight ten seconds the first setup is like 10 seconds then the audience is not comfortable with you the audience is uh i'm gonna feel guilty if she's not funny uh, i'm gonna take it upon myself all women like the women in the audience are like you better be funny because you're letting us down, you know. And I really, I, I think that, that that still exists. That yeah. still exists. I think there's definitely, like, a pressure when you get up there and you see the girls look at you and they're like, like you said, that decision, like, are we going to like this bitch? What's she going to be joking about? Well, like, I, 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 well, Will Romero, who is one of my really good friends, he's watching right now, Will. he's giving us a quote from George Carlin. Women are crazy 
men are stupid, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. But uh, I think I hate to say it, but I think that women mm -hmm. are the are the worst critics of other women. If a woman's sitting next to her boyfriend, husband, whatever, yeah, if date, first date, correct. First thing you'll see, you watch their whole body language. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm. I, since I know my act We're by jealous heart. bitches. I know my act by heart. I know my act by heart. So I'm in the first ten seconds, I'm judging them too. Oh, so yeah. I'm watching them and I watch you could see the physicality. They do this. <laughs> they hook arms and they lean into their boyfriend and it's like, don't take my man. Yeah. It's yeah. a power it's a power thing. Yeah. I mean, and I really believe just even being a comic is a power thing. And if you're not a certain type, uh certain people aren't going to like you for one particular reason. If you're overbearing, they'll really hate you. If you're too, too feminine and too it's shy. It's like you can't win. You can't win. <laughs> if, you're, if you're, you know, I, I know a lot of um, female comedians who um, are doing well. And then others who aren't doing as well are like, oh, well, they slept with that person. And that's why they're doing well. And right. the accusations start right. when they, they, they didn't sleep with anybody. They just right. maybe network better or right, right, right. whatever it is. But, you know, like to throw that out like a, like it's, a, it's, like an arrow. It's as if just being a woman, you don't deserve it. Right. That you would, you had like, to do right, something that had nothing to, to do with spot. comedy. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> to to be up on stage and and it, it, it's it's something that it, you really can't win it's the perfect thing yeah you can't do this you can't do that so uh you know when i first started i set down a lot of rules that uh i had to like just do my show get out didn't hang out yeah didn't, yeah, didn't yeah. Did, you know didn't want to appear any which way yeah. also didn't wear a lot of like sexy low cut stuff yeah or skirts on stage or whatever so that those women that were in the audience were comfortable right mm. Mm. i mean th these are these are things these are really real things that women, the men don't have to think that about don't, that. they don't even have to think about so our it. friend yeah. esther forrester said women don't like each other and aren't forgiving like if a guy steals from me I'll think he needs help. If a girl looks at me wrong, I'll be like, that bitch, we're done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Men, men men get angry at each other, but then they fight and it's done. Women will fight and then make hold up, that. make up even, but they'll and hold they'll it hold again. the grudge forever. 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 <laughs> exactly. It's so true. It is so true. And, you know, I, I don't know how we can fix that, but, you know, it's just I just try... Uh, to be kind to people, right. all people. Right. And if you're kind to me, I'm kind to you. And, you know, it doesn't always turn out as I would want it to. I've, I, you know, I think maybe after the many years, because I call myself a veteran comic after all the years that I've been in this, um, I'm more of the mama bear comic in the green room. You were, the oh, person, you were so sweet to me. I'm just telling you, and, you, and, you and not just you, to me. just as everybody that I can yes. be, because if they come over and they say, hey, what do you think about this bit? Or what do you think? I'm, I'm going to give it to them. I'm not going to say, oh, if I hold back and I don't tell you the punchline of that joke, oh, then I'm not going to be become, become a big star. It's not about that. It's about this camaraderie that we have as comics. We should always like be help helping each other. We should always be helping each yes. other with punchlines. And that's the way it used to be when we first started. It was like, oh, oh here's a great yeah. uh, here's a great punchline for the joke. And we go, oh, that's great. Thank you. Now it's like, 
nobody talks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody, everybody's like on guard. So uh, yeah. my boyfriend Michael's saying, stop trying to please everyone. That's a guarantee for failure. Just find your own voice, and others will follow if you are good. Um, that that's that's. I true, wish that was it's, so it's, true. It's, it's easy to say, <laughs> but it's you know when when somebody's calling you names behind your back or oh, yeah. you know uh oh. It says, "Sorry, we're having trouble playing this video." Can yeah, because it the video just us? the video just <laughs> went to to last week's, which is I'm looking at uh, Evan Weiss. This is still saying that it's live here, so I don't That's know. Uh, can you guys tell? Us. Can you guys uh, tell us if you see us right now? Um, oh, Bruno is sharing the show. Thank you, Bruno. Everybody, please share the show if you haven't already. Michelle Michelle Astor saying, "Robin DeVito, I know it's so funny because Robin's like saying." Uh, Robin is um, yeah, saying, I'll sleep with someone to get to the okay, number so one it's, spot. It's still working. Robin is saying, I'll sleep with someone to get to the number one spot. But what's funny about that is Robin is not a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> she works for the town. I love it. That's and she hilarious. already has a great job. So she doesn't, have to, she doesn't have to sleep with anybody. That, that's really funny, Robin. It's almost like I want to go to your page to watch this. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, so your weird. mom is saying, I can see you, but your voice is not matching up with your mouth moving. Weird. Um, oh boy! <laughs> and uh, Will is Will Romero saying we're live here. Just a plug for me and Will. Will and I are doing an open mic. I want to coasters. Yes. And it's this Monday, and then following every other Monday. And we are doing it the Monday of Memorial Day because Will and I have no lives, so <laughs> <laughs> we, will be, we will be having the mic that that Monday as well. And it's every other Monday. And I picked Will because he's a great person. I love I love him. We've been friends for a really long time. And my other buddy moved to South Carolina, uh, John Alvaro. So that's a little plug for me. Um, Bruno is saying it's perfect on my end. And Joan Krupiasha just just came in. So, you know, as far as comedians go, I wanted to talk about yeah. all the way back. Mandy okay. doesn't remember this. <laughs> okay. But I, this was even before I was born. Groucho Marx had a show which is in black and white. Called? And I called um, The Game Show. Okay. Um, the game show where he smoked his cigar. Right, 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 right. I forgot what the name of it the was. The duck came the down. The duck came down. Yeah. And you know who was a Ken Tetson on that show? Uh, Phyllis Diller. Wow. And she was a normal housewife. And she looked like, you know, she dressed very prim and proper. And, right. And Groucho was interviewing her like he does all the guests. Right. And she said on that show, I want to be a, a comedian. So she, it was before she ever stepped on stage. Yes. Wow. I mean, she might have been doing mics, but nobody knew who she was. I don't even wow. know if they had mics back then. Whatever it was, wow. she was, she was writing jokes. And wow. back then, women were just housewives. Right. That's all they did. Right. It was very rare that a woman had a career. So to see her on that like show, that, you could watch and then her. watch her progression wow. of you know even her, she she just changed how she looked. I'm going to show you a, a photo of her when the show is over. But she even made her hair like go up like crazy, like, the crazy, crazy yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. And she would make fun of herself as right. far as how she looks. And her husband was always picking on her. And right, stuff. right, 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 right. So like even back then, uh, a woman was trying to break out of the mold, right, and make it in the comedy world, and right. she did, right. You know, like um, I think you yeah. bet your life. Thank you, Michael. That's perfect. That, Thank that you. That was it exactly. So thank you, Joan. So if you looked at the 1950s comedians, and that includes Joan Rivers. Yes, okay. I was going to bring up Joan Rivers, one of my favorites. And I'm going to also bring her back to a conversation with another comedian that I had about, uh, particularly about social media and mm. sets and film and all that. I'll, I'll, 
I'll come around. You'll see <laughs> sure. where it goes. But um, uh, self-deprecation was the the way to go for women in the 50s, mm -hmm. 60s. Um, Tody Fields. That who I don't know her. Tody Fields. Okay. Overweight woman. Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr, but Roseanne Barr is Tody Fields 2.0. Okay, I have to. I'll have to watch. Her As stuff. was actually Rosie. Rosie. Rosie was more wisecracking, less so, more like a Brooklyn character. But Tony Fields was the first Brooklyn character, mm -hmm. um, and it was all about how fat she was. This is, you know, all that kind of stuff. Every female had a self-deprecating character and a character. Like yeah. they, it was almost like they could never go on stage being themselves. That didn't happen until the eighties. Yeah. When yeah. and most women before that had to be like it was a unicorn as being like a woman in amongst all these guys, which is why Joan Rivers in her documentary. Did you see the documentary? No, but I would love to. <gasps> I'll have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Shame on you. I love Joan Rivers. Oh, that's one of the things that um, the new the new like establishing women comics. It's okay to be a comedian up until you're about forty. Right. Yeah. There, there is, and that's another aspect we can get into. Right. There's ageism, ageism. and I was at a mic. That's new. I, I was at a mic. Yeah. And I was watching the other comics, and I will not say the mic, and I will not say the person, but a, a young man who's actually overweight, and I don't know who he is to judge. Right. He looked out at me, and he goes, "You're old." And right. it wasn't even a joke. Was that a comic? Was yeah. it a comedian? It's a, it was a comedian. It was a freaky comedian? Yeah, with yeah. the mic in the wow. With the mic. And I, like, pe people were like, ooh. And I, I'm thinking to myself, well, is there a punchline to that? Is there right. a joke to that? Right, right, Like, like because right. I was the only, number one, I was the only woman in right. that whole place. Right. And I was an older woman. Right. And, and you know, that really affected me as far as going to these mics. It's the last thing that people can be prejudiced about. Yeah. And, really and wait. You could be prejudiced about weight too. And the other thing, the other thing is um, the inspiration that I have, and I had this conversation, like I was saying with a comedian um, last week at, a, at an event, that both Joan Rivers and Don Rickles are two people that worked all the way into their late 70s yes. and I think 90s. I think Don yeah. Rickles yes. was 90s when he passed. Um, there never used to be any age for being a comedian. As long yeah. as you got up there, grabbed the mic, and you were funny, that's it. You were good. And um, um, Rodney Dangerfield and um, who's the rabbi who turned into a comedian? I don't know. Um, I, it'll come to me. Guys out there, who's the rabbi who, who was the funny comedian? He was an older was comic. Frozen? who was He was a rabbi first, and then it, it, I see it on mine. It's frozen. Yeah, I don't know what's going on It's weird. Can can you guys see? Can you guys see us? Stuff is freezing up. So, so uh, Karen Stacy is saying hi to you. Um, the, and the yes, the guest is Peaches Rodriguez. For those of you who are tuning in, she's a very funny uh, comedian. That's been um, she's telling us the inside scoop because when did you start? Can we ask you that? Or, you know, like oh my gosh, it had to be mid nineties. Had to be mid nineties. Um, I want to bring it back. To, to the uh, characters to talking are... to talking about the ageism, particularly yes. with Don Rickles and Don Rickles' uh, documentary. Mm. He said to the filmmakers, "He goes, I don't want to do a film. He goes, I don't want to do a film about my 
process and what I'm doing. He goes, if we have, if we do a film together, you can only show 15 minutes of my actual on stage act. And he capped it at 15 minutes. And they said, why? And he said, because that's how I make my living. People come to see me. They come oh, right. to see me live. Right. And they don't want to just, I'm not see putting my, my act out there for like, you know, $8 when they are supposed to come to see me in Las Vegas and in Atlantic City and all these little cabarets that I travel to. That was his living. Yeah. That way, I mean, a lot of people don't realize that films, television, and all the commercials and yeah. all that stuff, that's an advertisement for your live events. Your live events is, is what you should be pursuing. When you go to a Ramada Inn and there's 300 people there, that's the real deal. Not, not the film that you did. The film is the ad for the live stuff. Right. And so it puts things in perspective. It was the Absolutely. same thing. It was the same thing with Joan. It was the same. She didn't want to put too much of her act in the actual film. She wanted people to come and pay to see her, which is what our responsibility is. When the people come to see you, have an act. Do 45 minutes and, yeah, and, yeah. and be an event. You want to be an event when people come to see you. Right. You don't want to just be a comic who's going to do your spot on Leno or uh, Leno. Leno. That's how old my, my <laughs> reference is. On, any t on Tonight Show or any of the other ones. You want, you want to have them want to come and pay to see you again and again and again. Well, uh, Vinny Dice Rogario is saying, Peaches, how have you been? Nancy Weems is saying that she can see us. Uh, Joe DiBari is saying, hello, Why girls. Um, D Dini, D DJ Vinny Dice is in the house. Cedric Cooks is saying, hello, girls. Mandy, great shirt. Hair is looking good, Bonnie. Thank you, Cedric. <laughs> um, and uh, they're saying hi to each other. Um, D Danielle Miller is watching. D and Danielle, we were just talking about you on... Michelle Astor's podcast. There how it is. Sweet you were, it's how sweet you were to you know bring Brandon on the dance floor at Street Fighter. See, I'm um, still coming up with Evans. <laughs> Every time I share it, it comes no, here, up Evans. This is what's going on. I know that's so weird. <laughs> so um, yeah, so we're talking. You came in late. This is Peaches Rodriguez, and we're talking about women in comedy. And we're we're, we're there's a lot of different issues that come up. Um, with women uh, and in comedy, right? So so far we've talked about how it progressed from women as comedians always having to play a character, right? Now I, another one that comes to mind is Lucille Ball, right? And how if you saw photos of her, how beautiful she was, oh yeah. But the way she made herself up in, over over she went over she, with the oh with even, the lipstick, she got like older. it was like oh my this, god. But even on the angel bow <laughs> lipstick, <laughs> yes. and her hair was like accentuated red. And she knew yes. she was real smart about that because she knew about cameras. Yeah, she knew how cameras like super hyped the the color when it finally came into color color and stuff. Yeah. I mean, she knew she knew how to do her stuff. She was really really genius. Her and her husband. I mean, they created. Uh, uh, film techniques. Oh, definitely, you know, definitely. The and, studios. She but owned she was, her own studio. They end up owning their own tapes. Genius stuff. Genius. I mean, but she was a, 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 I believe, a stand-up comedian first, and then she had a show. I never knew that. I always thought she was a character. I might be actress. wrong about that. I remember her as a dancer. Yeah, because because she played a funny character yeah. on a show, but yeah. I don't know if she actually had a stand-up routine or how she ended up in that role. I, but she I was, know. Do you know like, any about this? You're just too young. No, I, actually, I, actually, I love Lucille Ball, actually. Um, and I actually have been recently seen some of her other stuff other than I Love Lucy stuff, um, old songs. I never knew she was a singer. She was a singer, and, a dancer. Well, she when, tried everything. And that It's not about trying everything. In that era, when you were coming up in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 
you had to do everything. Right, you right. had to dance, mm-hmm. you had to sing, and you had to do what was called patter. They didn't call it comedy back then. They called oh, it patter. Okay. <laughs> so, and that came from vaudeville where every person had to switch around and do all these different acts. So somebody had to do the hoofer. They hear you had, so you had to know tap. You had to know crazy dance, jazz. Um, and they had all even substrata dances from that too. Um, and there's all kinds of like phraseology that we kind of still use something called traveling music. And you know, when you're watching like, um, uh, a black comedy show and the black act is introduced and then there's some music between the person walking out and getting to center stage, well, that's called traveling music okay. that came from Broadway. I mean, there's just so much history to comedy that a lot of people don't know. It's true. Yeah. Man- Mandy and I did a show that was so hilarious um, in Staten Island. Do you remember that? Yes. Do you remember how they, what they did in between the comics? Oh yeah, they had. Oh a, my a, God. Like a drummer with a full drum. I, I love that, that star. Every I time you that said, you know, a joke. And, and it was so loud. And I had a gun and shoot the guy. It was so loud. And and I I have a hearing loss and I'm a drummer and even I like. The minute they were, the, 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 the minute that's <laughs> called a rim shot, honey. Oh my God. It was like, <laughs> now it's, now a rim shot is a whole different, <laughs> now the rim shot has a, has a, has whole a different special meaning. different meaning in, in the urban dictionary. <laughs> yeah, so, so Robin, Robin DeVito is bringing up somebody who actually was on my list also is Carol Burnett. And now Carol Burnett, uh, yeah. ha, you know, she ended up having her own, um, variety show. I don't really know how she got started. Right. But um, she was another very strong woman. But if you're talking about um, particular styles going from stand-up per se and sketch. So Carol Burnett. She was a stand-up because yeah, my yeah. father worked with her. My father was. Your father te- was an entertainer? No. My father had a summer job in the um, out um, back when everybody used to go Catskills? upstate in the Catskills. Catskills. I forgot the name of the place. And he would help. He, not only was he the tennis director, but he had to like help get the stage set up. And so he worked with um, Don Adams, Carol Burnett, all they, the they, classics, all the classics, all the, classics, all the they, first, they, they, first they used, club people. That's where they started. Yeah, the so there you go. Yeah. Uh, so she did have a stand-up routine. I don't know how she got from there to, to have her own variety yeah, show, yeah. but you know, obviously went on for. But years. I had never really seen her do stand-up other than the little monologue that she does, kind of up front. Where she's kind of, she was never really that funny. She I got I, she's funny not one in of my sketch. favorites. No, honestly. I mean she got I, funny I, in the sketches. I, I didn't not like her, but I didn't really think she was that. I like I love Joan Rivers. I love Roseanne Barr. Yeah, Carol Burnett. I know that she's very popular and she's very famous, but I never thought she was that funny. Right, right. But other obviously other but people. But sketches, did. yeah. I mean, now, Patty Marie, what does dirty dancing have to do with anything? I know what she was thinking about. I was trying <laughs> I mean, to think. When you, you, were cat skills, you, were talking, you were talking about the cat skills. Like, your dad was oh, the right, character. The the, okay, now I get it. I the, get it. The yes. fat guy, like, owner character was your dad. <laughs> no, my dad had. So your baby. My dad was very good looking. Back, oh, really? Back in the day. Back in the day? Back in the day, he was, he was very That's funny. I, I was thinking the exact same thing that she was thinking at the exact same time. But I was like, should I mention D- the dirty dancing? Dirty dancing, yeah. Yes. But so how did you become a dancer? I was a dancer first. Okay. Okay. So both my parents are were dancers. Okay. Ooh. My mother uh, is from New Bedford, Massachusetts, and my father is from Mexico. And they met when my father came to this country and joined the armed forces, and they met at a ballroom 
and dancing. So the two of them oh, always on the to dance floor. That's so wow. cool. On the dance floor. I think floor, that's but, so romantic. But like, you know, full, like back in those days, full orchestras, like full Latin orchestra, like Desi Arnaz, like that kind of stuff. So my mom and dad both were all, so growing up from, from all the way up, I was a dancer. So when it was, came time after I graduated school, I wanted to go to New York and become a dancer and just kind of strangely enough, I got so good at it that people hired me for jobs like background dancer for rappers and all that stuff. And I traveled the world. And you were telling us about this video you had that went viral. Right. And the, that's that's why we were a little late is because we were setting up the link to well, this. Well, let me set, let me set up that. Yes. Uh, so when I got to New York, it was the mid, I would say, or no, early, early 80s, so 82. I got there at the perfect time when hip hop was in its infancy and fell in with all the original dancers from Beat Street, all of those feature films right there. I was in the midst of that and got uh, into Beat Street, the feature film and commercials and all of that stuff. So I was blessed to be at like the, the golden era of that. And also I you know, was part of the crews that created that style of dance. Um, that being so, at one point in the mid 80s, I tore my ligament at an oh. event. I tore one of my knee ligaments at an event. And luckily I had been just playing around with improv. I was in an, in an improv group. So within the improv group, I had taken copious notes and said, okay, well, when our improv group, because we were so many egos, there were all these egos. When it broke up, I ended up going off on my own with all these great notes. And that's how, that's kind of like how the dance into the improv group, into the solo. So it, it had a flow to it. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, Michelle Astor saying she loves your energy. And uh, Robin DeVito said um, uh, that, wow, I love, I, I like Peaches a lot. She's so smart and interesting. <laughs> and absolutely she is. One of the things that my... Uh, is that? Uh, what was thunder? Yeah, thunder. Oh, oh my you God, guys are thundering out. Maybe that's oh, why no. such a I left my Adirondack chairs out. I just painted them and I didn't oh, shellac no. them. Oh no! <laughs> the Text your your it's significant other to bring he's, them he's in. He's somewhere else. Oh no! <laughs> oh, this is going to be a horrible thing. They're going to be it like. It didn't oh. have for rain in the forecast tonight. Exactly. What is that? That's weird. Yeah, I didn't know. It, and honestly, I was thinking about it. Every Wednesday it rains. Like we were saying that we dumped the That's good for our podcast. Show. That's excellent. You <laughs> see something really, and every Wednesday, what? If, you, if you pay attention, that's it rains. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, I don't that's a conspiracy correct. theory. <laughs> they make it rain every Wednesday. It's weird, yeah. Start paying attention. Uh, so, so, um, so, yeah, let me, let me set up the video. So, uh, being in this sort of, um, I'm one of the pioneers of the style of the actual dance. So that's how long I've been doing it, okay. which is popping and locking <laughs> and electric boogie and all that stuff, like all that stuff, beat street, electric boogaloo, all that kind of crap. I'm one of the very, very few women that was in it and still does it. Cool. So for me, it's like doing Tai Chi. Like I'm going to do it the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say that, um, I was a dancer first before I was a comedian. And so it'll always be sort of in my life, in my, it'll be part of my toolbox with comedy. It'll just always be there. Mm -hmm. Ah, so now fast forward, uh, <laughs> I was dancing with a friend at an event 
doing this style of dance and they took a video of it about three or four years ago. And in this video, people seem to just love this one particular 20 second piece of the video. They loved it so much in France when an, a politician got elected in France that kind of looked like me. Somebody stole it, put oh it, God. they put it in there. And I don't and know if her, I don't know what her name face. was. Yes. And they said after she wins the election, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and great. she wasn't a very well liked one. <laughs> so when it started going viral, people were sort of making fun of it. But when I texted the guy on Facebook, I'm like, who is this person? And he goes, oh, by the way, this is just a joke. Don't take it seriously. Da, 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 da. And then that one goes to like 70 million views. And that was four years ago. Wow. So now somebody picked up that same piece after Tiger King came out during the quarantine and they used the exact same piece and they had, um, What's her name? Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Baskin. They put my name in there, and it's a funny song that goes along with the dance, and it absolutely, I mean, it's like perfect. That one went to six million views. Wow, that's so cool. And I was so frustrated because there you are in the middle of a quarantine. I'm kind of famous. I have everybody emailing me. Everybody's like, oh my God, oh my God, you're in this video. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't tour. I can't go to nightclubs. I can't push it. I can't do anything. We're in the middle of a quarantine. So what good was it? But it's fun. It, and it's so cool that it's still there just for... So we have the clip. You're going to play we, it? If we can... I can't get it on here. Oh, rats. Well, well, she yeah. could put it on her... Um, we have a... Don't what, worry about it. What do you have those, that thing where you could put it on later? Um... Uh, we'll reshare it. She has this. We have this thing that we join. What, okay. The wildflowers thing. Oh, the group. Yeah. The group. Yeah. Oh, 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 it's we'll on. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, I we'll share it. I got asked to share that. So Adam Snare is saying uh, yeah. peaches, and he's he's saying hi, hi Adam. How how's Florida? I hope you like it down there. Adam Snare. Yeah, we miss him. Um, so how'd you get your nickname? Oh, uh, I was a baby. Like Equal literally, I've had it always been peaches. It, it, it's it's That's a beautiful name. It tortures me all of my life. Really? Oh my god! Really? Like your peaches want to shake your tree? Do they call you that because you're the pits? Uh, oh no! Yeah, I'd like to put the fuzz on you. You're too old to be peaches. You're more like a prune. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, I've heard every single pun. Yeah. You know, I used to do a bit in my act. I used to say. Uh, my mom decided to call me Peaches. I mean, what did she expect me to become, like uh, a judge or a doctor? Dr. Peaches Rodriguez, <laughs> report to surgery. <laughs> All rise for Judge Peaches Rodriguez. No, I'm going to end up being a stripper. You know that that's either a stripper or a comedian. I kind of took the one where I didn't make as much money. So. That being said. Well, my name, Bonnie, I, I hear Bonnie, my Bonnie lies over the ocean. When I was growing up, now they don't. People don't know that anymore. Yeah, right, right. That, that's like you know, right. gone, gone. Now they just do it. They do that a Scottish a accent. Oh, a bunny cow. She's a bunny yeah, girl. Yeah. But there's not a lot of bonnies, and there's definitely not a lot of peaches. It's there's a, a very... lot of black peaches from Georgia. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people say, "Oh, you're not black." <laughs> I got Mandy's more of a. A typical name that you know, totally white girl. Oh my god, been been around. Um, so uh, as far as um, getting back to the to the ageism, what what do you notice about the current? You you had said you see it more like today than yeah than back in the day. I see it. I see it with uh, 
I think uh, bookings. Like I think people would rather book a great-looking female comic rather than a comic that does the job. <laughs> yeah. So, so I see it a lot. So I mean, you can get all you have to do is scroll through posters. It's kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like well, I saw her set. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> the rest of the whole world. It's just like like my daughter yeah. has an Instagram page, and she had her herself in a bathing suit. And she's a, a very pretty girl. Right. She got like almost five hundred likes. Yeah. On her Instagram, it's as, because she put on a bathing it's suit. It's the most important thing to, is, to the society. Right. To the society. Right. I mean, right. It's not just to comedy. It seems to be it's pervasive in every everywhere. Aspect. Everywhere. And the, and the funny part is that. Many of the people who are doing the judging, uh, the uh, you know, I don't want to get myself in trouble, mm-hmm. but the men, yeah. a lot of them are not too much to look at. Like, and so you expect oh, yeah, yeah, the girl yeah, to be yeah. like a ten, yeah. and you're like, a why two. do you think? Why do you think that when the Me Too movement came in, these guys flipped out mm-hmm. because we were calling on their stuff, and now the next thing may end up being calling them on their ageism. You know, it, it just might end up being the next thing. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. yeah. It, again, it's like it's like one of the things that you can't really prove. Just like if somebody is looked over because oh, it's of vague. Their weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. So I, I, I'm not going to say who, but somebody, um, somebody that I know, um, said to me, like, why do you think that they didn't book me because I'm not pretty enough? And right. it broke my heart right. when I heard that right. because. And I had just happened to have gone and did some networking and actually went to this person's show and paid money to sit down and watch this person in a, sh- in a show. Right. And then I they ended up asking me to be in their show. So I said it's probably because I went out of my way. Right. To, but, but the fact that she felt that. Of course. Ma- broke my heart for her. Because maybe it's real for her. Maybe it really and, and did maybe happen. It's, you know, it might be real, real, real. Of course, you know? of course. I, I, but I wasn't. I, w- I wasn't going to try. You know, make her feel badly about herself. So I just tried to make. If it you an think about it, the only reason that these guys got caught with me too is because there was digital. What? <laughs> we're hearing thundering. It's like we're talking about this, and like God is coming down. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Peaches and Bonnie, well, you're, you're you stepping over the line. Stepping over yeah. the line. You better you know, not. You better not. Better, better be careful what you say, or God will come in. Every time I, <laughs> every time I share this thing, I'm getting, I'm getting um, Evan's last, the, the one from Evan last week. It's gonna be shared once it's done. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah, if you put it on your page, then your friends could chime in. I know. Yeah, it's actually just coming up, Evan. Well. <laughs> Yeah, Evan. Evan made such a, 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 a he did a make splash a... last week that he, he he's just rocking our world. I love it. Look but at Mandy, see? that's the one I, I shared it, and now he's on. <laughs> it's so funny. Now everybody it's can Evan. watch him read me a new it's one. It's Introducing him the wrong way. Oh, thank you, Robin. Can everyone do what Robin did and share the show? Peaches is trying to share it. I'm trying to share it, but it keeps coming up, Evan. But I love Evan div- anyway. Difficulties. I love Ev- I love Evan too, but he had a bad night last night. I'll, give, I'll give him a pass that, that last week. He had a bad night and took it out on me. We all we and, all um, know each other for gosh, maybe it's going on like twenty years. Mm. So we used uh, used to be a super tight tight thing, but then when everybody kind of 
went out and did their own thing. Everybody's just kind of separated. Yeah. I would love to see those baseball games again. We used to have baseball games and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I love teams. doing things like with other I know. comics. I, I Listen, fun. somebody's got to be the peacemaker and bring everybody all back together yeah. again. Because we've had a tough, tough time. And I think, you know, seeing it, actually, it's nice to see your face without the masks and right. stuff like that. And I, I'm going out, like, I think I went to a comedy show night before. For Lazarus last Saturday, and it was so cool. It was like breathing again to see everybody. Yeah. I think it's time. I think everybody's going to get back together again. I think it's, we're we're going to have a a whole renaissance of uh, comics being with each other again and enjoying each other. That's what it feels like. It feels like even the people that were the most nervous about it, you know, either either have the vaccine or feel right, you know right. feel safe enough out there. Where right. it's kind of this like this stress levels kind of yeah. removed a little bit. Because in the beginning, everybody was like, so, you know, it was It was horrible. weird. And now I feel, feel like there's some semblance of like, okay, we've navigated through this for over a year now, and this is how we do yep. it. And I feel like people do have And that. I have to say something to all the comics out there, all of you, I want you to guys to get together after the show and go to diners. Yeah. We live that, that whole tradition of going to diners. I love that. I miss that. I miss the. I hardly went to diners with people. Did you really? I mean, I've only been doing it three years, but out of that, out of those three years, I've only been only been to the diner like. Five, Don't wait five to be times. invited. Oh, see, I don't I, wait to see, be invited. I, I never Lean go when I'm not invited. In. That's probably <laughs> why I never go. Just say, just follow them in their cars. Just a few, a few times, right? A few times they've invited me, and that's the only time I ever went because I don't. I, right. I'm very shy. Right. And I don't push when if I'm not invited, I just don't go. My favorite person in the world. I'm just going to say this: my favorite person <laughs> in the world to be at a diner with is Rich Walker. Oh, okay. He's oh, yeah. the most entertaining person I went to on the with him. Would you sit down <laughs> with him? I just like. I'm like this. I'm like. He just. He just like he. It's as if the diner is his stage. <laughs> he comes alive. It's just one of my favorite things. I went to a Denny's with him with Stephen Rockefeller <laughs> in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, and the first thing he goes to me is, I hate you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but we love each other. You, know? you really should. This is, That's, this is what I'm talking about. Out. I think this he's is one what of the I'm greatest people. Everybody, I actually do. Everybody went into their particular corner, and then we were quarantined, and now it's time. Like, yeah, yeah. we got to have, like, a peacemaker summit. Where everybody just gets together and we all <laughs> hug each other, just freaking hug it out, right? Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. It's just, time. It's time to it's put time the bag for that. aside. It's time to have a picnic again. Yeah. It's time, you know, just yeah. to kind of. So Adam Snare says, "Peaches rocks." Worked with her a bunch. She's a fab for sure. I I agree. I worked with her at least two times. Um, one in the little room, one in another place that we will will not talk about. Uh, Wait, what about the one that you we did? What you're talking about that we just talked about earlier? So that was. Yeah, that was the one we're not supposed to talk about. Oh, okay. But there's also another. There's also. And, and on, I was man. in the little room with you. you but were, also, you, you I think I, I've been on other shows with you, like way going way back. Yeah, I think we, I was. You just don't remember. Yeah, right. I've done. I've done a lot of shows that, and I have a terrible memory. I know. I'm just. <laughs> but like, I definitely remember those two shows, and you were always so wonderful to me. Aww. Always so sweet. Aww. And. You know, I try to be supportive. Yeah. I mean, that's all we have is yeah. us. Right. That's all we yeah. have is each other. And you were I mean, like, "That's your time. Like, take your time. 
that's your stage time. Cause yeah. I, I was like, I mean, I can to say that to any comic, any comic anywhere. When you hit that stage and that's that seven minutes to 12 minutes, the 40 minutes, whatever it is, that's all about you. Like whoever went on before you doesn't exist. Whoever went on is going on after you doesn't exist. Even the person that hired you doesn't exist, <laughs> but you and the audience is the most important thing yeah that's great advice well it's really the only advice <laughs> the oh. only thing we have is our relationship to the audience right that's and, our and, only and, that's it uh we we i think yeah. we do have to talk uh, do our sponsor oh I'm sorry who's that so our sponsor is keys love jewelry uh stainless steel jewelry all nickel and tarnish free keys cutlery knives swords and self-defense equipment excellent quality for reasonable prices you can shop online at keyslovejewelry.com, keyscutlery.com, um, or you could go in person to Lala's Flea Market, 1075 Portion Road in Farmingville, 631-379-1781, and tell them Bonnie and Mandy sent you or the wildflowers. Is that discount still going on? Yes, all of this month. So through May 31st? Um, if you put wildflowers mm -hmm. in at checkout, whether you go online to Keys Love Jewelry or KeysCutlery.com, or if you go to Lala's Flea Market in person, you put in wildflowers or say wildflowers to them, it is a 10% off discount. And he had some cool self-defense equipment yes. he, he brought on last week, uh, three weeks ago. And I bought a, a taser from him, which is legal in New York. Um, yeah, I think everyone in my family bought a stun gun that night. And, oh, it's That's a stun hilarious. gun. It's a stun gun. So Robin <laughs> DeVito said, you know, <laughs> yeah, they're all like, can, can I own one? So Robin DeVito saying about peaches, she's right about that. Peaches is great. Aww. Robin is one of our, our big supporters. We love Robin. Hi, Robin. Th thank you so much, Robin. So um, how much time do we have left? How are we, we got doing? 11 minutes. So I have oh, we've been time. talking that long? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Goes, the hour goes by fast. We didn't even scratch the surface. Well, we'll come back. Well, Anytime oh you want. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's just say, I'll tease. I'm going to tease. The thing I would be talking about is 23andMe ancestry and the Ooh. stuff that happened in my family. Oh, man. Did you really do that? I didn't or do it. Or somebody did it in and they my found you. family. Wow. And it found my brother. Oh, wow. okay. I was going to ask you about siblings. Did you grow up with siblings? I have one brother. That you found later in life? Uh, no, no, no. I have a brother. Okay. Uh, but he was a bad boy. Okay. <laughs> and 23 and me found him. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we have an extended family is what I'm saying. All my right. best friend found... Uh, um, a whole bunch of people. Mm -hmm. She found her half brothers, mm -hmm. who are the. Um, um, oh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. They have the. Oh, the Winter Brothers. The Winter Brothers. She wow. found that she's related to the Winter Brothers. Winter Brothers are the, as in the. Like the, the dumpster guys. The dumpsters. <laughs> oh, here I am thinking, as uh, in, oh, the Joe Winter Brothers. thought that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They can see a picture of my. The guy with the long hair. The guy with the long hair. He's an albino. I'm like, no, not that winter brother. The the, the dumpster. <laughs> the dumpster winter brother, the dumpster winter which, brothers. by the way, are way more rich than <laughs> they the, are. They I'll are. bet. Yeah. yeah. And then she found uh, her sister on her father's side. So she has a whole another set of people that she just found within the last five years. Let's just say so. two siblings contacted my brother on Father's Day a few years back. Wow. Um, that's that's and it was an the timing story. was genius. Yeah. When they come and uh, hey, how you doing? 
So my family grew exponentially, but <laughs> so that just says if you're Mexican, don't do 23. <laughs> <laughs> so Michelle Astor also found um, on, on doing DNA, uh -huh. 23 and Me. She was she she was adopted as a baby, and she found her half sisters and brother. Wow! Yeah, that's who, that we just did her podcast yesterday. Wow! That's and a few amazing. cousins she found. Wow! Cool. Yeah. But Robin, I'll, I'll is, talk about who the Winter Brothers are with you. Off air, <laughs> and 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 uh, the amazing thing is, uh, my question for her would be, are did you become friends with them? In I my case, in my case, it was a blessing. I became friends with these relatives. Yeah, yeah. and that now adds to your and life. now they're in my life, which is like, awesome. yes. So um, awesome. My best friend became very close with yeah her friend. They they, yeah. they invite her to the weddings. That's it's, oh my god, that's so cool. They, they have. Um, you know, this was before the pandemic. They have the box seats at the yeah, at the Yankees game. Oh, so they you got have, blessed there. That's yeah, a kind she, of a cool she thing. She has all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, so Peter Najek is tuning in. He said, I did 23andMe and all of Europe was colored in. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Peter. Talk about having relatives that slept around. And uh, Hi, Alan Streisfeld. He said, Hi, Winter Brothers created the trash folder on emails. <laughs> trash That's funny. folder on emails. Just be careful. Don't, don't uh, diss them. You don't want to diss them. That's right. That's, you don't want to end up in one of those. You don't want to end up in a dumpster. That's true. But... Um, do you want to plug anything or? Well, tomorrow I'm going to be at Comedy Cove, which I haven't been in a long while. Well, you know Comedy Cove, mm -hmm. right? In Springfield. I think it's Springfield, New Jersey. I've never been there, but I've heard and, a lot um, about it. It's so it's so much fun. I love it. Come out. If you're, if you're my Jersey people, come see me. I know it's going to be fun. What time does the show start? Uh, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. That's yeah. awesome. So, so um, do you want to say anything as far as? Um, your your feelings on this thing? No, you um, know, I did think of a funny story that I'll try to tell you in a okay. minute. Um, I came home from school when I was in probably ninth, seventh grade, something like that. And my mom had gotten new mattresses for I have an older sister and a younger brother. And I have a very younger brother, but he was out of the picture. So it's just my older sister and my younger brother both have full-size mattresses all done up. My mom has nice. put all the new stuff on them, the new bedding. And then there's a... a twin size mattress which is significantly smaller than a full size mattress <laughs> with no on no bed totally with plastic like in the corner and i'm like I'm what like, the heck i'm like <laughs> i don't fucking care that this like life is not fair but okay. we're not gonna show me with the size of these beds <laughs> like honestly, that I'm fucking smaller. I don't care. <laughs> they better, they better switch. switch Nobody ever talks about that. They better switch this out. Nobody My ever talks like, about that. Crazy, like, and so they ended up buying me a new bed. Hey, yeah. Nobody ever talks about what, where they put you in the family, like where your status is, like you know, mo yeah. like dad, mom. Older sibling, you and you get that you get that little freaking doggy bed. You got a doggy bed. I was like, is what you got? And my brother is significantly taller than me, so he did need it to like. Doesn't it mean, doesn't doesn't mean anything. That's like that was it's just mental. so right. It's that mental space that I saw on the sides of the bed, and I rem I remember being like, "This is literally bullshit, guys." I know. Well, yeah. Peaches, you had talked about saying why we got into comedy, and I honestly believe that Mandy and I. Are very similar okay. in the reason we got into comedy is because of our position in the family. We both have we both have autistic brothers. Boom. 
and we were we always had to kind of at least I felt like I always had to behave and be responsible and everything my sister had issues uh eating issues and I was the good one so I didn't get any attention and I think you have some, not that our parents were bad yeah, parents. No, it's, just, no, it's negative attention. Definitely right. got attention before. Positive. Yes. But I, yes. But I sure, think sure. that's the yeah. reason that we got into comedy. Right. And uh, did you In me, in, in my case, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I would say, I would say when you were talking about the, the positioning in your family, yes, I was the sort of like youngest one, didn't get as much attention, that kind of thing. Then when I went to school, growing up a Latina in Connecticut, super white area, got picked on a whole lot. Oh. Uh, you know, most of the people, hate to say that, most of the girls that picked on me were very Lisa Limpinelli. Wait, I'm drawing a blank. You're not Lisa, you're drawing a blank. She was in, in, in I'll, 90s I'll insult comic. Her. 90s insult comic. Was and she's from Connecticut, which is like the weirdest ironic. <laughs> and we turned out to be friends. We turned out to be great friends. But that being said, um, I think it was one to become a voice and and uh, an advocate for being Latina, and also, hey mom, hey dad, look what look look what I'm doing. Hey dad, and here's the sad hardest part about all of that. When my mom passed away last May. I thought about not doing comedy for wow. a, you know, saying, well, you know, why? why? What am I doing it for now? And I had a whole turnaround after, um, you know, this is this about maybe three or four months ago and said, you know, she'd want me to do. She would want to be right there in the audience. She'd want to be right beside me the whole time. So that's, you know. Aww. And I feel like after this whole thing, you know, the mask coming off for us and, you know, everything opening up, it's almost been this huge change, this huge change in my life. The, the, the fact that you say the mask coming off, I feel is like a metaphor for everything. The mask is coming off. Right. And people, right. you know, are saying how they feel and because they feel like we might not be around. Like if this was a big eye opener. I have never felt that my time with my mom was so short, mm. 15 minutes. That's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. It's true. Appreciate your moms, man. Yeah. Appreciate your moms. Yeah, my mom is no longer with us as well. Yeah. And she had asked, um, Alzheimer's, so oh, we you lost saw her that. You saw that. that, yeah, yeah. So we, I lost her twice. Yeah. So everybody's saying what a great show it was, a fantastic guest. Thank you, Michelle. Frank is one of my Facebook friends. Hi, how are you, Frank? Peter Najek said, I... I'm also the youngest of my 24 first cousins wow. and my dad's four kids. I'm also one of the tallest. It's it's the family mm-hmm. dynamics. Peter Najek, do you know him? He's a familiar name. He's yeah. the one that was in the Bagel Boss video that went viral. Oh. But, but his head was cut off because he was so tall. So if he had been a little shorter, he would have been famous. Hey, I almost got sucked into that whole thing, too. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to be on that show. And Esther Forrester said, so sorry for your loss. Yes, we were. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so was, but I'm a, glad you came to the conclusion that she would launch out there making people laugh. Because she was an entertainer. She was one of those people, first person on the dance floor at a wedding mm. and karaoke every single week. She had whole karaoke friends. <laughs> she had like karaoke discs. She like, you know, she was the entertainer. So she would want me to continue on. 
And yeah. uh, your mother wanted to point out that she got her a full size bed right after that. <laughs> see, yeah. mom. Let them but, you, but you see, but you see, mom is thinking about it. Mom's like, oh yeah, maybe that was wrong. Maybe I. Oh my god. You know, it's, it's, it's true. It's like the things that we think are a big deal uh, as parents, like the, probably the things that my daughter is upset over. I don't even think anything right. of it. Right. I just right. like, what's right. the big deal? Right. And and but it is a big deal to the person that it's happening to. Absolutely. And, you know. But then again, when your mom or your dad is gone, you realize how little that shit mm-hmm. matters. Right. Mm-hmm. It didn't mean anything. Like so much doesn't mean like all the things that we fret about and think about and worry about, it's gone. It like it's evaporated once that person's gone. It's just it's true. Crazy. It, it's it's like you look back and you're like, you know. Like, what? why did I get into that argument with my mom? You know, I could have yeah. hugged her instead. It's like, true. It's true. So uh, I think that's a bit about yeah, it. Yeah, that's about thank you, it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Peaches, so much Rodriguez. for taking that, the time to be with us. And you're welcome back. I hope yeah. I subbed for Peter Bell's well. You did. You did. Meow. Mandy so meow. Peter Bell. Peter on the show. I'm joking. Pain I'm joking. in the ass. <laughs> no, we leveled up. We got you. You leveled up. <laughs> I love that. Leveled up. I love it. Good stuff. Women guys. power. That's Woo! right. That's right. Share the show. Thank you, everybody. And I didn't have to sleep with anybody to get on this show. See? Oh, wait a minute. I did. Peter. (laughs)